It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Matt Hausman, it's that time again for all of you podcast listeners. This, it's hard to believe, will be the last podcast in 2021. Can't believe it's already here. And it got me thinking about looking at some resolutions maybe we should all be considering going into 2022. So that's what I'm going to run through today. I'm just going to run through a whole list of them. I think I've got, I don't know, 18, 19, 20 of them on things you want to be considering and making sure, and I talk about them all the time, but really going into 2022, making sure that we are paying attention to these particular aspects of our financial life. Now, hopefully, if you're going to take some of these on, that we're not 90% of the people that by the end of January had given up on their resolutions, you know, to lose weight, to exercise more, not watch as much TV, blah, blah, blah. Usually they say the vast majority of people are no longer keeping up with the resolutions that they made at the beginning of the year. Hopefully with this list, you will find some that really resonate with you and you're like, you know what, I have to make that a priority in my financial life in 2022 and hopefully be able to create a habit to where then it just becomes part of our, our life moving forward. Um, creating good financial habits in what my experience has been in meeting with people who have been successful at all different levels of income and assets, but the ones that are really successful have maintained very good financial habits for an extended period of time. Get-rich-quick schemes are all out there, but the reality is building good financial habits establishes wealth in all different areas when we can create good, good habits. So that's what I'm going to jump in today. As you're listening to these, if you would like for us to help and assist with any of them or to give you a little more information, more specifics, more details, reach out to us speakwithmatt.com. Again, www.speakwithmatt.com or simply give us a call 610-719-3003. Okay, before I jump into this, let's make sure we deal with the disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmat.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low key, go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone. 
to schedule this. So again, speakwithmatt.com, www.speakwithmatt.com, and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay, the first one, let's talk about reducing our debt. Now, you've heard me talk many times, there's good debt and bad debt. If you have the bad debt that's out there, credit cards that are at high interest rates, maybe personal loans that are there, then obviously those are ones that you want to really concentrate on paying down. Now, if you have other debt that's good, then it becomes more of a choice. So for instance, um, our oldest just got a car. I think the interest rate he got was 2.5% for five years. It's, a, it's about a three-year-old car. And does that make sense to pay down? Well, it's really cheap money. Mortgages right now, three, three and a half percent, really cheap money. Then it becomes more of a personal decision. But the bad debt is something we want to make sure we are eliminating. So again, that's high interest debt. Usually it's consumer debt. It's, you know, it's, it's credit cards, personal loans. We want to whack those out. We want to make sure that those are eliminated to allow our money to work more for us and not the financial institutions that have lent us that money. Um, the next one is going to be boost your retirement savings. So if you're looking at, if you have a company-sponsored plan at work, am I maxing that out? Next year, you get to increase that amount by $1,000. goes from $19,500 to $20,500. Of course, you can also, if you're over the age of 50, you can participate in the catch-up. I would also be encouraging you not just to use that as your only way of investing, is invest outside of your company-sponsored plans if possible. So I've talked about this numerous times, what Maggie and I do. We have a company 401k. We max that out. In addition, we have a traditional investment brokerage account. We invest in that on a monthly basis. And then we also have an HSA because of the particular health insurance that we have. And we max that out every year. And and one of the things that we're always looking to do is uh, in that traditional investment and brokerage account, I'm looking to increase what we're putting into that every year. That's a goal that we have. Why? Because we're capped out on what we can do in the 401k. But obviously with that one, we can invest as much as we want. So be looking at that. Am I maxing it out? Okay. The other thing is, is that learn over what we have all experienced over the course of the last almost two years, 20 and 21, and that is make sure you have planned for emergencies. Do I have an emergency fund? Is it how much I need it to be? Or do I want more? Or do I have too much? Be looking at that. If you have an established one, it's very important to make sure to do that. The other thing is don't overreact to the headlines that are out there every single day. And most of the time, you guys have heard me talk about this, most of the headlines are coming in the form of some type of fear. You know, what do we hear just a couple weeks? Oh my goodness, we got this, there's this new type of variant coming out. Holy cow, what happens? Markets start to fluctuate. Countries are automatically shutting it down. What happens two weeks later? Well, maybe it's not going to be as bad as possible. Headlines are always going to be out there and make sure that you are not overreacting to what they are saying, okay? So very important to do that. The other thing is, if you don't have a budget, implement a budget. Look at where you are spending your money and are you spending it 
in areas that you shouldn't be, especially if some of those other items that we just mentioned aren't being maxed out or I'm not paying down the debt or I don't have an emergency fund. A budget is very important to look at. One of the things I'll tell you with regards to a budget, many times when I am meeting with people and we're looking to do, um, you know, they're looking to transition into retirement, maybe five to eight years away, and we start talking about distribution planning, income planning, and I ask them to put a budget together. Many times, many of them don't, they've never operated on a budget, and now it's a little difficult for them to sit down and do it. But if I would highly encourage you to look at a budget, look at where you're spending your money. If anything, it's going to show you, am I wasting money in certain areas of my overall financial life that I need to shore up? The other one, very important, make sure to check the beneficiary designations on all of your accounts, your retirement accounts, your bank accounts, checking and savings. If you have a money market account, investment accounts. If you have uh, your 401k, your 403b, if you have a pension at wherever you're working, is there a designated beneficiary if, God forbid, you pass away before you have taken that pension? Life insurance, annuities, what have you. Make sure that your beneficiaries are what you want them to be and are designated on all of those accounts. I can't tell you how important that is. That takes me to the next thing. Carve out time to have that rubber meets the road talk with your spouse, maybe your kids, especially when it comes to the legal documents, healthcare wishes, medical directives, power of attorney, you know, wills, if the trust needs to be in there. These are many times people don't like to talk about this. They don't want to be talking about their own mortality. But it is extremely important to make sure that those documents are taken care of. Uh, the other thing I will say just um, real briefly on this, if you need some help, if you are a business owner, it is very important, depending on the type of structure that you are, that you have figured out from an estate planning standpoint what's going to be the best way for your businesses to move and make sure your heirs are taken care of. If you need assistance with that, please reach out to us. We've done that here with ourselves, and we can kind of guide you through and show you what we were able to do, not only for ourselves, but other clients we have that are business owners. The other thing I would tell you is audit your insurances, your property and casualty, your homeowners, your car, auto insurance. Um, if you have a motorcycle, what have you? Do you have an umbrella policy? Do you need one? Are your coverages all in place that's going to maximize the protection for you with regards to that? I've talked about this a couple times. As a matter of fact, I had a buddy of mine on who owns a property and casualty agency and you want to make sure that there are certain holes that can be in the homeowners or the car insurance that you want to make sure usually for pennies on the dollar you can make sure to shore up those holes so make sure to take a look at that interest rates where are they we just got done talking they're really low does it make sense to look at refining your home is it a good idea to be looking at that now um with i, I sent a video out about this I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, and that is where equity levels or where market values of real estate has gone up. Maybe I don't need to refi. Maybe I need to look at if I don't have a home equity line of credit, is it a good idea just to have one? I didn't say you needed to use it, but maybe to go ahead and get one now would make a lot of sense. The other thing I would tell you is check your credit. Make sure that you, if you don't already have a credit monitoring service, monitoring service, 
is, you know, all the the three reporting agencies, you can get a free credit report from them on an annual basis. Be looking at that. Make sure that you are looking in there and that no craziness is going on. Can't make this up. Literally within the last month, I have had three clients that have been hit with fraud, with uh, identity theft fraud. So again, make sure that you are looking at your credit. You're paying attention to that. Um, I can tell you with myself, I have a Discover card specifically for the reason because it looks at any accounts that have been opened on my social security number. In addition, I pay attention to Credit Karma and I just go in there and it's paying attention. I believe with them, they are with uh, Equifax and TransUnion. They're paying attention to those two reporting agency. Make sure that you are paying attention to your credit. The other thing I would tell you is with your kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, friends, is be passing on financial literacy. One of the things that I've been doing recently with the kids is I am sitting down and going over different aspects of their financial life. Right now, we are addressing understanding investing and putting money away that we're not going to go spend at the mall or online and Amazon and what that looks like. And if they start now at a very young age, the youngest is only 19, where can they be in 10, 15, and 20 years? Again, some of the other things we talked about, talking to them about budget and and how that comes into play. As I mentioned, the oldest just bought a car. We went through after he got hired and, okay, this is how much you're going to be making. This is what's going away in taxes. By the way, that was a shocker for him. <laughs> and then what's left? How can I be budgeting that out for the direction that I'm wanting to go? The other thing is look for where you are in the tax bracket, not only this year, but where are you expecting it to be for next year? And if you are still working, Do I need to be making adjustments to my withholdings? Let me tell you where this is really important, and that is if you are going to be in the position of now you've been contributing to your traditional 401k, your traditional 403b, 457, what have you, and you've been getting tax relief when that money went in, and now all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, I need to be catching up on the Roth side of the equation. Now I'm going to be contributing money into my Roth 401k or Roth 403b. You want to realize that is going to create a taxable event where you were getting relief for it before. Now you're not going to be, so it's going to be considered taxable income. Do I need to make adjustments so when I'm filing my 2022 tax return, all of a sudden I don't have a big wake-up call on how much I'm going to possibly owe in additional tax? Real important to do that if you are looking to change where you're putting your retirement dollars. The other thing I would tell you, when you're looking at your investments, whether it's your 401k, 403b, outside investment account, what have you, does it make sense, we're coming to the end of the year, does it make sense to look to rebalance to whatever I need to be doing inside the portfolio? What does that mean? If you don't understand, reach out to us. Rebalancing to what's called the targets. What are the targets that you have set inside your 401k or 403b or investments, what have you? Do I need to make sense to do that? Uh, look to rebalance. The other thing I would tell you is, is if you do have a lot of outside accounts, maybe you have some old 401ks or an old investment account, look to consolidate those so you can. it's easier for you to pay attention to them. Uh, there's been numerous times 
when we've been working with clients and they might have been a client for six months, eight months, a year. And I've probably had this happen five, six times over the course of the last five, eight years. And that is, hey, by the way, um, I just got this notification and I didn't even realize I had this account. So if I, instead of having accounts spread out all over the place, maybe I should look to consolidate. Now you want to make sure, obviously you're consolidating like to like. So you're looking at retirement accounts versus traditional investment accounts. And then within the retirement accounts, you have Roth, you have uh, traditional, what have you. But it can make life a whole lot simpler instead of having five, six, eight accounts all spread out everywhere is that I look to uh, consolidate. And then the last thing I would tell you to do, this is a little plug, is make sure that you are having a commitment to listen to our podcast. And if you have certain questions that you want us to address, reach out to us. Um, if you'd like to discuss this on a more personal basis, you can always do that again at speakwithmatt.com, www.speakwithmatt.com, or reach out to us, 610-719-3003. Listen, everyone, I hope this has been helpful and valuable. Hopefully, you will, you'll see a couple of these things that, man, I really need to get a little better at. And that can be part of your resolution for 2022. I know we're looking forward to 22 for sure. It's hard to believe 2021 is almost over and done. So listen, everyone, that's all I've got. We'll talk soon, everybody. Take care. Happy holidays and happy new year.